All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022, and we have quite a bit to cover for you folks today. And for those that have not <clears throat> watched any of the uh, recent episodes pertaining to whether it was uh, Klaus Schwab with respect to uh, Mr. Johnny Vedmore coming on the show and divulging all of the intricate details that sort of bring the web together, if you will. <clears throat> Excuse me, I respectfully and highly encourage that you watch that and check it out because, I mean, whether you're an esoteric person, a nuts and bolts person, or even if you're not even uh, either of those and you're someone who's just into the intelligence angle of things, I highly encourage you folks to check it out because it's just an overall, I guess you could say, expose of how the infrastructure works regardless of how you view it. But anyways, let's jump into it. So we have quite a bit of news to cover today, so let's uh, let's get into it. First and foremost, Jen Psaki declines to circle back on Hunter Biden's laptop, although she dismissed it as, quote, Russian disinformation. Again, she actually gave a response, I'm just paraphrasing here, basically saying, well, you must ask the representatives of Hunter Biden's legal team and all of this, and, and I think the Department of Justice or something of the sort, um, I don't represent them. So if you don't represent them, why did you call it Russian disinformation many months ago? Again, it, it, it's, it can't be in your favor when it, when it fits your narrative than not when it does. People are seeing this for what it is. I don't need to spend too much time elaborating on this, but you know what I'm getting at. Point being two, why the heck does Hunter... I mean, please forgive me if, if this is actually legitimate. If it is, I apologize. But why is Hunter Biden being represented by the DOJ? Is that, is that a thing when, you, when, you, when one's father or mother gets into office, you can be represented by them like the whole family can? Or uh, some members of the family? Genuinely asking, because I, I don't... I mean... Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a lawyer. The next thing is that the Everton versus Newcastle, uh, I believe, football match was interrupted, soccer game, after someone tied himself to a goalpost to protest the UK government's involvement with the new fossil fuel investments. You know, I I have to say, I I gotta be honest. Maybe I'm not looking at every angle of this, but I think that's quite an effective way to send a message. More and more people seem to be doing that, whether it's blocking roadways or, you know, running onto, you know, uh, soccer fields or something like this. I mean, if it seems to send a point across to the politicians, then so be it. But the point is, is that we all know, realistically, the politicians know what the people want. They themselves know what they want. It's just, again, it's all about not upsetting that balance, so to speak. So make of that as you will, I guess. The next thing is that Moderna asked the FDA for, quote, emergency authorization, end quote, of a second booster injection of its COVID vaccine for all adults, a significantly broader request than Pfizer filed for their shot this week. Again, uh, and I quote, this submission is based in part on recently published data generated in the United States and Israel following the emergence of Omicron, end quote. This is according to investors.modernatx.com, so YouTube can't nick me for that. Again, folks, make of that as you will. I think we've covered this far more than enough. Um, I, you could argue, honestly, that I've sort of fallen for the whole thing of, you know, quote unquote, COVID's over. It's time to focus on Ukraine. And I would say to a small extent, I would agree with you, honestly, because it's one of those things where if everyone else in the world is focused on it and we're not, it kind of looks like we're out of the loop, so to speak. So, again, um, I, I would I am of the opinion COVID, one could argue, never even really began per se, but. I'll sort of just leave that there. The next thing is that Putin appears at Moscow, at a Moscow stadium, praising, uh, by the way, I just want to be clear, what I just said about COVID, just my opinion, one could argue that, I'm not saying that is a fact, I just want to be very clear for YouTube. Um, <clears throat> 
Putin appeared at a Moscow stadium and praised the troops in Ukraine and all of the crowds, uh, everyone in the crowd that was there um, observing Putin at this Moscow stadium was chanting uh, Russia, Russia while waving the uh, while waving the letter Z flag and Russian flag. So again, make of that as you will. We've we've kind of covered both sides of it. I don't mean to, I don't want to sound like a broken record. So I think uh, again, if anyone wants to know my personal perspective on that or really wants to see me attempt to take a neutral stance there, I would highly recommend you check out the previous Kraken just before this one or the one before that for both uh, I think I speak about it both times the next thing is that Russia I believe has blocked YouTube as of a few days ago in all of the country again uh, it, it's see this is one of those things it, with respects to just the concept of if we're going to look at it black and white although one could argue we never really should I mean sort of you know globalism versus nationalism that whole angle there it's tough I'm not trying to say that uh, I, I have the answer um, with, with that being said, though, if, not to defend Putin again, but to be fair, a lot of actions that, for example, Putin takes, the CIA and the, 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 the DOJ have taken in just other forms, if you will, or guises amongst individuals like uh, oligarchs, you name it, not Russian, not just Russian oligarchs, but others around the world. So the question becomes when people say things like, oh, you know, Putin banned YouTube in Russia. OK, but then at the same time, Putin, oh, he put sanctions on Antony Blinken, this and that. But and I say this, I'm not trying to defend Putin or Russia. Again, I understand it's truly, truly tough. I'm just trying to present a, an, an opposing viewpoint to, th to think um, a little more openly, if you will, and neutrally. When the, deal, when the United States Department of Justice slapped sanctions on business people around the world for arguably, arguably unjustifiable reasons based on, I guess you could say, um, a pre-context of nonsense, is that any different? And I'm, again, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just asking, is it any different? There's a difference there. The next thing is that Austria plans to reintroduce mandatory mask mandates in most indoor settings starting next week, which is just two weeks after the, the requirement was abolished. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I'm actually I might start looking into the, the local affairs of Austrian politics uh, when I have free time because I don't know what's going on there. And, and I'm being serious. If I'm if I'm being honest with you folks, I don't know what's look at this. I mean, I, I, I mean, if this is what the people want, that's one thing. But I'm, I can't even say that because if I'm not on the ground myself, I'm not going to report something to you folks that is, you know, second, third, fourth hand reported. So I, I don't know that. That's wow. Um, I, I'm quite surprised at that. If I'm being truthful, I know some of you might say, Dave, come on. You're, you're really surprised. Honestly, a little bit. I thought there was going to be more of a coordinated action to pull back, if you will, by most nations around the world pertaining to these lockdowns. But hmm. the next thing is that <clears throat> the Brazil Supreme Court has ordered the messaging app Telegram to be blocked in the entire country. And shortly after, there was an update, which was that a, Br a Brazilian Supreme Court judge lifted the order banning Telegram after establishing contact with the platform, according to local media. The judge suggested that the platform will now comply with local laws. Reason being that allegedly Telegram is seen as one of the main, quote, concerns for the 2022 election by opposition parties. I think what we have is, um, excuse me, Lula and Bolsonaro. I think those are the two main individuals. Please forgive me if I'm missing another one. Um, another, uh, uh, another, excuse me, another candidate of prominence there. But that makes sense. Again, they're... One could argue that they're losing control of the narrative, and the question becomes to what extent, or one could also argue very strongly and, and uh, equally, well, listen, this is just an attempt to pretend like, you know, the people are breaking free in certain regards. I, I don't know, guys, and, and if, even if I did, it's, if you take it to the science perspective with the double slit experiment in quantum physics, the concept of reality is only as real as the individual perceiving it, who the heck am I to say?
you know. Uh, the next thing is that the a U.S. military aircraft with four people on board crashed in northern Norway. The V-22 Osprey aircraft was uh, taking part in a NATO military exercise. This is purely up, folks. I don't even want to spend too much time on this in situations like these, and I'll tell you why. We don't know the details unless we have access to the classified military intelligence documents. We're not going to know. Some people could say, oh, maybe it was the beep boop that the pilot, you know, maybe that happened. But we can also go from that to saying maybe there was um, some, I guess you could say, deionized dead air, if you will, something of the sort done by maybe a non-human intelligence. You see, we can go from one spectrum to the other. That's why it's in reports like this. It's hard to say. I mean, we will follow up on it, but we have to healthily question what's being stated here in my opinion the next thing is that the new york post contacted the senior ex-intelligence officials who who signed the 2020 letter declaring hunter biden's laptop and its emails the new york post ran were quote russian disinformation and according to the new york post um, editor i believe miranda devine she contacted all of them and she said this and i quote not one apologized most refused to comment a few like james clapper even doubled down end quote Again, make of that as you will. Make of that as you will. I'm going to leave, and I really do mean that. I'm not trying to say, you know, say that vaguely, but really you know what I'm getting at. No, no, no. Interpret that as you see fit, folks. The next thing is that Israel's Minister of Communications has claimed that, quote, the war in Ukraine is terrible, but the comparison to the horrors of the Holocaust and the final solution is outrageous, end quote. I'm... I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I don't spend much time looking at these cultural issues in that regard or societal issues as, as it pertains to, you know, who related what to what. We cover it just to keep, you know, the finger on the pulse so you guys don't feel, um, I guess you could say, uh, out of the loop, so to speak. But again, I mean, that was a big thing on social media, yes, that people were comparing the, what's going on in Ukraine to the Holocaust. It's not for me to say. With that being said, I'm not trying to use that as a cop-out answer, truthfully. It's... I don't even, honestly, folks, I don't even pay attention to that stuff, if you want to know the truth, Um, in either direction. The next thing is that the satire account Babylon, okay, now, this is, again, another point in case that I think is a little, this one could argue has a little bit more stature and prominence pertaining to the, the cultural issues that we're facing currently, but let's take a look. The satire account Babylon B was suspended from Twitter for 12 hours for, quote, hateful conduct over a Rachel Levine post. Quote, we're not deleting anything. The truth is not hate speech. If the cost of telling the truth is the loss of our Twitter account, then so be it. End quote. Uh, according to Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee. Um, okay, so from my understanding, Rachel Levine, I believe, is a transgender uh, individual. And this is exactly the, the this whole debate of, again, if one becomes... And I don't claim to have the answer, by the way. If one is, say, a male and they want to transition over to a female, and then in that case, for example, that now, I guess, now um, now known female or labeled female or, you know, again, uh, what's the word? Designated gender, if you will, all of a sudden says, okay, I want to get into MMA or I want to get into a particular sport. The question then becomes, even with, uh, again, going through the, I guess, you the hormone um, medication or therapy to, to and even the surgeries to transfer your genitals from one gender to the other the question becomes what of those muscle fibers and i'm not trying to pretend to be an expert i think i'm missing a lot here to be fair to the trans community but the question becomes what about the muscle fibers within an individual can the, can those drugs really change those muscle fibers because if you still have the muscles and the muscle fibers of a male i mean <clears throat> again it, 
it's like what Joe Rogan says, and I tend to agree in this regard. If you have someone that is, say, you know, like Brock Lesnar, all of a sudden wants to become a woman and goes to fight, he's gonna, he's literally going to, and I say this in a concerned way, murder the women he's fighting. Now, the other way around, to be fair. I think is a little bit different when you have a woman who wants to compete in men's sports. Again, you can argue that same type of situation. Could uh, could could um, a woman who now wants to be called a man playing in the in certain sports with other uh, men? It's it's possible she may get very hurt too. But uh, it's it's um it's tough. It really is. I'm not claiming to have the answer. I'm just trying to present both sides of the argument here. So, <clears throat> and it, again, if. If one were to go off of science, even then, I think that's even... Uh, this is tough. This is tough. I, I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to sort of leave it. You leave you hanging on that. But um, the next thing is that the U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who's 73 years old, was admitted to the hospital in Washington, D.C. on Friday evening after experiencing, quote, flu-like symptoms. I believe that's all we currently know, so just going to leave it there. The next thing is that Malaysia's Communications and Multimedia Ministry proposes to adopt Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as legal tender in the country. So far, El Salvador is the, is the only country to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender with mixed success. I really do think that with, with respect to crypto, whether it was a PSYOP or not, whatever you want to refer to it as, um, I, I do think it, it certainly has its uses, and certain countries seem to be showing that. The question becomes, is this actually that of a transnational elite losing power, or is this something or uh, of their own manifestation or a manipulation or shape-shifting operation that's what i'm curious to that that's what i truly wonder about if i'm being honest with you folks the next thing is that a boeing stock shares plunge after a plane literally and yes literally fell out of the sky and crashed in china and the airline announced it will stop all 737 to eight to its 800 model flights yeah uh, or sorry all of its flights <clears throat> the thing literally fell out of the sky now the question becomes again me being sort of like the ET guy, I jumped to, was there something within a particular air pocket within the geographical vicinity of where the plane was flying that made it so-called, quote-unquote, dead air? Because not a lot of people realize there's actually energy comprising, obviously, that makes up gravity and all of that. Was was there a pocket that was removed that caused this plane to just drop? I, I, I'm, again... I could be totally wrong. It's just speculation at this point. The next thing is that the Russian court has classified Meta uh, as an extremist organization and bans Facebook and Instagram from operating in Russia with immediate effect. Again, this kind of goes back to what I was saying before about the sanctions from both sides. It's not really for me to say, but if we want to take a neutral perspective, it's kind of like Russia versus the U.S. It's like picking the shittier end of the stick in some cases, in my humble opinion based on certain actions. Now, I want to be clear. Those actions do not always rep do not should not, I should say, always represent that of the entire United States government, right? This is the thing too, but we also have to realize the reason that it's always labeled as that, as one big body, is because it sort of acts as a cover to the specific individuals, in my opinion, who are conducting said exercises, which is why I say it's not fair to say everyone in the in the, in the United States government are bad. It's not fair to, you know, it's, that that's why I, I in any government, to be fair, and that's why I say that. The next thing is that the Securities and Exchange Commission, or the SEC, is expected to introduce climate disclosure rules, forcing publicly traded companies to report on emissions and, quote, climate change risks. I'm going to leave that there for a multitude of reasons. It's not for me to say, but again... The next thing is that, the, according to the White House, the Russian government is, quote, exploring options for potential cyber attacks and, quote, on critical infrastructure in the U.S. Look, honestly... I don't rule it out, but you guys aren't doing it back to them. I'm not trying to take sides. If we're going to be totally neutral, I just, you guys aren't doing it back. 
So, I mean, um, the next thing is that Biden said times have shifted. The new world order is coming again. And I tweeted this out yesterday for like the nine millionth time. You could you can't make this stuff up in a book. How many people have said it in, in very eerily creepy ways, in my humble opinion, you can't make this stuff up. So, again, make of it as you will. Um, the next thing is that a Russian, uh, the Russian court has sentenced Alexei Navalny. Oh, excuse me. Um, Evergrande plans to delay its publication of audited results for 2021. Trading in the company's shares is suspended until further notice. I believe this is China's uh, sort of what people claim to be Lehman Brothers moment. I don't know. I don't know. Clearly, obviously, it's about maintaining a balance. But notice how when big, big corporations really face the... the the muddy waters they um individuals don't really get held accountable and if one does i'd be quite surprised and then we also have to consider that if one were to be an, an individual a face being put out there to be held accountable speaks reminiscent or to a larger picture of that of that person being a fall guy to cover for a much larger apparatus that if found out globally could not be covered up again we have to consider these things because that we I, at least i think they're always lying to us so i i don't know um the next thing is that the russian court has sentenced alexei navalny the jailed opposition leader and putin critic to nine more years in prison again I, i'm gonna I, i'm gonna resort back to the, the the whole concept about the sanctions and what have you as well i don't agree with putin jailing navalny at all but i would dare to t i mean is it one could argue, and I say this carefully, is it any different than what the CIA is trying to do to Assange? And again, I'm not trying to take Russia's side. I'm just trying to be, you know, neutral and fair here and balanced. The next thing is that the Supreme Court of the United States nominee, uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson, which on the right-hand side, for those on YouTube watching, you can see this is her right over here, it has defended her record of being soft on child pornographers, claims sentencing guidelines are, quote, leading to extreme disparities in the system, end quote. Uh, actually, sorry, she also said, and I quote, courts are adjusting their sentences in order to account for the changed circumstances, end quote. Um... I'm not a lawyer, but I don't know exactly. I, I, I would need to look into this more to give a, a, a formal opinion of my own before I want to say anything here on this. To be fair, she's uh, I believe she's the nominee under the Biden. Uh, she's Biden's nominee to go on the Supreme Court. So, again, make of that as you will. The next thing is that Egypt, United Arab Emirates and Isra Israeli leaders meet for the first time ever in a three way summit. Uh, they're meeting over the concerns over the war in Ukraine, as well as the Iran nuclear deal, among other things are reportedly on the agenda. Now, I'll be honest with you, as it pertains to Iran and all of that, I think they've had nukes for a long time, a long time. I think whenever they talk about getting together to discuss nukes, it has to do with on the under the table situation has to do with things weapons that we don't even know about publicly and these are these meetings are just cover for that but also has to do with i guess you could say thermonuclear regulation if you will i'm of the humble opinion iran's had nukes for some time now so the next thing is that the russia ukraine ukraine war shows cracks in u.s ties to middle east allies i believe according to al jazeera if i'm not mistaken the united arab emirates and saudi arabia are pursuing their own interests analysts say as the u.s urges a united front against russia's putin again they know it's leverage it's a game folks it's a chess game it's a chess game actually i also wanted to say as well too as it pertains to this whole thing about Iran getting nukes and all of that, just stepping back for a minute, I, I also think that is partly a stigma, in my opinion, propaganda-based apparatus in order to continue to push fear, because why the heck not from the, from the perspective of those at the top to keep their, you know, their little system going. So again, the next thing is that the Israeli prime minister and, uh, excuse me, 
Um, oh, excuse me. Yeah, my, my apologies. I copy and pasted the same thing twice. Um, the next thing is that U.S. has issued sanctions on Sudan's police over protest crackdown. The U.S. accused the police force of beating, arresting, and shooting live ammunition at protesters, killing at least two. I want to be careful here because I, I don't... I have to watch my words, but I... I, I feel this is just my opinion. I feel like saying, why didn't the U.S. do this to Trudeau? But of course we know why, right? Again, this is just my opinion. There's a lot of I, that could be a controversial question to, to make. But again, I'm, I'm only being careful because I don't want to detract any of you guys from thinking neutrally. But I also know you guys like to hear my take. Again, notice how they push for they the West pushes for demo, quote unquote democracy overseas. But then over here, it's, you know. Safety, safety, we got to get rid of those truckers, even though 60-something percent of those truckers were Punjabi, which they never bring up because it didn't fit their narrative of white super. Anyways, again, and, and to be fair, there's extremists everywhere, to be fair. The next thing, but that's the case. That's the, Sorry, that's the thing. What are we going to do? Start taking away people's phones now because people talk on the phone? I don't know if that's an extremist. People extremists talking on the phone. What are you going to do, take away phones now? Where do you draw the line? Do you guys see what I'm saying? I'm half joking, but also not. The next thing is that um, a Lebanese judge has uh, charged a central bank chief with corruption. Investigative judge Gada Aoun has charged three-decade uh, th wow, three bank chief Riyad Salame, as, uh, hopefully I didn't butcher his name, as well as his brother with crimes. Yeah, when, um, when you're a bank chief for 30 years or more, yeah, you get comfortable. You get comfortable. <laughs> you get comfortable. Um, the next thing is that Germany seals a gas deal with Qatar to reduce its dependence on Russia. Germany has sought to reduce its energy dependence on Russia since Moscow invaded Ukraine. I can't help but think, going back to the, Oliver, the Putin interviews with Oliver Stone, that this is what Putin partly meant by it's time for a new paradigm. And he said this all the way back in 20, between 2015 and 2017. So I'm not trying to say Putin was a prophet or predictor of sorts. Folks, these, these guys at the top, they know what's coming. Because of the think tanks, they, they, they see a handful of outcomes for the world, so to speak, or for a nation, a country, wherever they're looking at. It, you don't need a crystal magic ball to look at this. When you dump unlimited amounts of money into intelligence, think tanks, psychological analysis, it, 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 you'd be surprised when you, how you can predict outcomes, truly. So again... Um, make of that as you will the next thing is that the i think this speaks to a larger picture of again moving away from gas this et disclosure concept hard to say um <clears throat> of course you know some of you are thinking dave you got to throw the et thing in there damn right i do uh the next thing is that the u.s has uh, sent uh, patriot interceptors to saudi to ease tensions according to reports the transfer fulfills an urgent saudi request that has become a point of tension between riyadh and washington it's probably something that Biden and his advisors, if they even called the shots in this particular case, even those in the intelligence and military industrial complex community, um, <clears throat> probably said, we don't want to piss them off anymore because of what's going on with Ukraine and other things. So let's just give it to them. So I, I don't know. It's just my speculation. The next thing is that the ex-Malian prime minister has died in Bamako hospital. Uh, Sumeilu Maiga died in hospital while on parole over corruption charges. I'm not trying to start a conspiracy here. <clears throat> Excuse me, but we must speculate, in my humble opinion. Was he murdered and made, made... Did it appear to seem like a natural death? I'm not saying that's what it is for YouTube, but why we can't ask even ask those questions is beyond me. So, again, make of that as you will. The next thing is that the world is, quote, sleepwalking to climate catastrophe, according to the UN chief. Uh, Guterres says the goal of 1.5 degrees Celsius rise is already on life support as he urges countries to abide by commitments. 
and speaking of this as well, I want to sort of make a point with these two reports here. Um, abuses by South Sudan government amounts to war crimes, according to the UN. The UN human rights body highlights names of 142 individuals who warrant an investigation for a, quote, range of crimes under international law, end quote. Okay, you see both those things there about the climate catastrophe and, you know, um, South Sudan's government uh, abuses are equal to that of war crimes in the opinion of the UN. You, that can be fixed <clears throat> within less than a second based on the tech that they have secretly with the free energy tech and all of that. But they won't do it. They won't do it. <clears throat> Why won't they do it? Oh, because you'll be disrupting the balance. Because, again, in my humble opinion, they want concerns. Again, create the problem, create the solution. You control the narrative in a lot of regards. So just my opinion for YouTube, let me say. <laughs> the next thing is that... <clears throat> Let's see here. Sri Lanka has softened its terror law after European Union trade pressure. Sri Lanka's main opposition parties are withholding support for the amendments, saying they do not so uh, stop the arbitrary arrest of uh, dissidents. Again, um, it's hard. I don't know the internal conflicts of Sri Lanka, so I don't even want to say, guys. I, I, I apologize, but I don't know. The next thing is that Biden says that India... Actually, you know, okay, well, here's the thing. There's EU trade pressure... Ah, uh, yeah, this is, Sri Lanka softens terror a lot. It depends on the culture of the people there, too, which is why I don't want to say. So I'm going to have to get back to you guys on that. The next thing is that Biden says that India is, quote, somewhat shaky, end quote, on Russia invading Ukraine. I mean, we've I think we've covered this before, but while other Quad nations have sanctioned Russian entities or people... <clears throat> Sorry about my throat today, guys. India has not imposed sanctions or even condemned Russia. Again... It's a strategy. Let's take emotion out of it. Why are they not doing it? Again, could it be that this new paradigm Putin was speaking of could be ushered in relative to that of the petrodollar losing a significant amount of value? Rel you know, again, in correspondence and in parallel with other things? Maybe. It's possible. I, I don't rule it out, truthfully, if I'm being honest. Um... I'm just going to leave that there because, again, we can speculate for many different reasons. The next thing is that Brazil's ex-president Lula holds a lead over Bolsonaro, according to the poll. Uh, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva is expected to challenge far-right president Jair um, Bolsonaro in October's presidential vote. Again, right, this is according to a poll. Let's be vigilant. Let's speculate. Let's watch before we, we formulate our own views. Um, because, again, they try and get you, when I say they, I mean the media, they try and get you into that emotional drive of I have a... I have a I'm going with what the media says today. And if they, they say something different tomorrow, then you think to yourself, hold on, with my ego, I can't appear to be wrong in front of my friends or coworkers or what have you, so I'm just going to double down on what the media is now saying on the next day. Do you guys see what I'm saying? That's how they pull that emotional grasp, if you will, towards you, or towards us. Um, the next thing is that ASEAN envoy or ASEAN meets generals in the, a controversial Myanmar visit. It is not clear whether Prak Sokhan will meet members of the National Unity Government or detained leader Aung San Suu Kyi in visit described as shameful by critics. I again, just like Sri Lanka guys, I, I don't. I haven't been looking at Myanmar much lately. Although it's possible, maybe we should. Sort of like how when Ukraine, the situation in 2013 and 14 ramped up, the people of the West and Europe were not necessarily looking at Ukraine per se compared to the CIA. Um, it's possible this may be one of those. I'm just speculating for the record. It, it's truly hard to say. I mean, unless we're there on the ground in terms of what's being discussed, it's just a matter of what level or metric of corruption to the extent in which occurs happens when they meet.
That, that's my opinion. I don't know. Um, the next thing is that the U.S. hits Chinese officials with travel bans over, quote, repressive acts. Okay. The State Department accuses targeted Chinese officials of involvement in crackdown on religious minorities, among others. Fair, but we also have to consider this is also a tactic to justify these sanctions. So maybe a bit of both. Again, the next thing scares the crap out of me as a Canadian, if I'm being honest, and I'm really not trying to fear monger. This is just my own opinion. And if we can't have opinions on YouTube anymore, then I don't know what 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 uh, uh, which is that Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's liberal minority government has reached a deal with the new Democratic Party, which is um, what's called here the NDP to for short to stay in power until the year 2025. In exchange, the liberals will support the left leaning NDP on several of the party's key priorities in parliament. I don't I that just basically means that in my humble opinion as a Canadian I feel I could give a bit more of an opinion here because I, I've lived here for quite some time that just that just basically means we're going to stay in power everything's going to be nice and cushy you know the the big people will get their profits the middle class lower class is going to get screwed that's it that's it maybe maybe a bill to help the working people because it's Canada but that's it I mean that's just my take but the next thing is that a Russian billionaire sanctioned by the UK says he no longer owns many former properties, potentially putting them beyond the reach of the law. Again, you put it on. I, I imagine if it's put under other individuals' names and if it can't be substantiated, like if, if if it's under a dummy company or a family person's name or something of the sort, if the if the DOJ cannot prove that there's a connection, I think then they can't seize it. Please forgive me if that is not correct. But, I mean, it would... So, it, it reminds me of, like, you know, mob bosses, right? Nothing is under their name. So, they go get arrested. The judge says, what do you... What assets do you have? Zero. Or little to nothing. Right? So... The next thing is that Tesla boss Elon Musk has opened a huge electric car gigafactory near Berlin, which is the first European hub for the firm. The plant was delayed for eight months after local authority licensing problems, but more than four... Uh, more than five billion euros of... More than five billion... Oh, sorry, the more than 5 billion euro factory is the biggest investment in a German car plant in recent history. I'm going to be honest, I, I, I like to see that. I like to see that, I truly do. And, uh, uh, you know, honestly, it would have been nicer to see in the West, but you can also argue that's just an, a, a bias from my own because you could say I'm a Westerner, right, Canadian. Uh, I, you know, jump back and forth between Canada and the U.S. and, and all that. So, again, that's just my humble perspective i don't know the perspectives of europeans there and and all of that and i you know uh, i would say the same thing if he opened the factory in qatar or in russia or anything like that the next thing is that fuel prices have stabilized for the first time this month after russia's invasion of ukraine caused a surge i i uh i i have to be careful here because of youtube I would be very hesitant to absorb that sentence there, what I just said to you folks, um, rapidly. I would consider reviewing that sentence, particularly Russia's invasion of Ukraine caused, caused a surge part. Let's just put it there. Uh, average fuel prices slipped from record highs on Monday with petrol at nearly uh, uh, one pound 67 a liter, I believe, and diesel at a pound 79 or a pound 79 sterling, not sure, but crude oil surged to 139 USD per barrel in the first week of March and then slid back the following week. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to say two words, in my opinion. Market manipulation. I'm going to stop there. One final thing I wanted to read for you folks comes from Jim Semivan, former CIA clandestine operations officer for over 25 years, if I'm not mistaken. And he said... <clears throat> 
I am uh, I have it on the screen here for those that can see. He said, "What I've seen, I believe, uh, are rather compelling. Once you've been briefed on it, I mean, and he's talking about e e UFO topic, uh, paranormal topic, all that stuff. And I mean, I've been briefed on it, had classified briefings on it, and the classified briefings are basically, you know, upfront and close, you know, and including all the data and the hard data stuff. And when you look at that, there's no way you walk away from it saying it's ours or it's Chinese or it's Russian. Anybody who has worked in the intelligence sector and military sector for any period of time, and particularly on the analytical operational side, knows pretty much, generally speaking, what the Russians are capable of, what the Chinese and the French and the Brits and the Israelis are capable of. And trust me, this is nowhere near that. This is way beyond. This is just orders of magnitude beyond. End quote. Again, we can, to play devil's advocate, again, to make sure that my, that you folks hold me in check pretty good if I'm being honest, to make sure um, I'm not confirming a confirmation bias of my own, we can argue that Mr. Semivan is not, again, he may be obfuscating or disseminating partial truths, if you will. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. But again, make of that quote as you will. I think that's, uh, to me personally, that, that reinvigorates a lot of hope, if you will. We just have to be vigilant that this hope is legitimate hope that's being put towards such a movement and not a fake one. Now, the question becomes, how can we tell a fake one? Well, that's what we do on the Patreon and the main episodes and all of that. That's the best that we try to do to you know discern from all of that so without further ado folks i would like to thank you all so very much for watching or listening i want to thank you so much also for your in um, incredible support on the episode that was put out just yesterday with uh, johnny vedmore from uh, whitney webb's unlimited hangout regarding klaus schwab and we will catch all of you whether it's on the public end or on the the members end very very soon for some absolutely super exciting content catch you all very soon everyone cheers <laughs>